My name is Mookie 833 on PlayStation 4. Actually, it's the real Mookie 833 because, long story, I stole my own account. Don't worry, I got it back. It's safe. It's all good. But it is Mookie 833 and everything else. I'm your host today for the show. Even more about nothing, a show without a topic. Um, yeah, I'm kind of solo today. And um, so we're just going to go ahead. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. To my left, the illustrious host. You know what? I don't even want to do this anymore. <laughs> You come up in here, take a nap for a solid few hours. Listen, listen, listen. And then you come in here listen, and proceed to listen, lie listen, to the general listen, audience. Listen, listen, listen. Listen to what? I've listened to enough. I listen to you snore. That's way too That's, much. That is true. And on that, I'm going to give you, yeah, actually, I'm going to shut up now. Yep. That's yep. <laughs> punishment in the thing. <laughs> the best thing you've done all day. <laughs> just Very true. <laughs> I haven't done much. 99% of my days been sleeping. So yes. yes. Alright, what's up guys? It's your boy Matt. Uh, back at it again. He lies when he says he's the host. I'm the one that really runs the show. So That's true. Keep I'm it locked. I'm going to start calling you illustrious host. Illustrious host. Illustrious host instead of illustrious guest. Yes. Illustrious host. That's the way it is. And our boy Timmy Tung isn't here, so you know I got to do what he got to do. Uh, follow me on everything Matt underscore Ogutu. Uh, two T's in Matt underscore O-G-U-T-U. Facts. Rafiki. And I did the same thing. I, I took a nap, and I even feel really, really groggy. And I got, I'm getting hit with these allergies right now. It's killing me. But uh, you can also follow me on the social medias, Black Rafiki or Black Rafiki 30. Um, but you don't tweet. That's true. But I do hang out on Twitter these days, though. Hanging out on Twitter and tweeting are two different things. But I'm on Twitter still. Like, I'm I'm currently making a thread about how long we have to wait for Chance the Rapper and Childish Gave Me to drop their project. What are you doing? About a year. Looking at other people's tweets. That is the most useless use of Twitter. Might as well just go to Google Hangout. Thank you. Or just sit on Facebook. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. No. That's, that's infuriating enough. Don't Hold on. Have you... So, I know I talked about this earlier this week, but did you guys see the Twitter thread between Wingstop and Wendy's? No, I but I did see the GameStop, Wingstop. Yes. <laughs> that was what started it. Someone was like, isn't that a Migo song? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. People are funny. Dude, the internet's utterly savage. Shout out to the food industry for being good sports and... Dropping hot bars on everyone. Thanks. So, that's it for intros. We can review. What's it looking like for you guys? Um, go ahead. You start since you're already there. Oh, since I'm already here. All right. Parked and delivered there, too. All right. So, this week, it's been a rough week. I don't know why. It just has been. I had to pay for some parking tickets. Um, that, never mind. We're not going to get into that. Oh, but... <laughs> At the same time, you gotta be telling the truth about that. Like, yeah. Did you really? Listen, every time you say parking tickets, we need to clarify that you weren't just like bad parking. 
You were probably flying through an interdimensional portal and then no. had to pay a lawyer to demolish He wasn't even at the car. Nope. How? Nope. I was parked on the side of the street on the campus, which I attend. Okay. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that campus does one thing well, handing out tickets. Well, no, but the thing is, see, it's not even like campus officers. Mm-hmm. It was a straight up like... Cop. Cop. Because I had to go down to City Hall. Oh, no. To pay for it. Nope. Yup. Yeah, but here's my thing. That, that that place does a lot of things bad. One thing they do, they do very well. They hire the best and best of the student body is to hand out tickets. <laughs> if they say five-minute parking, they mean five-minute parking. At 501, you got a ticket. Yeah. Straight up. There's a way around it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, besides that, I don't know. It's just been a stressful week. There's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. You're not going to tell me. You got a lot of me. I know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's it for me. Nothing exciting. Almost finished with the journey on Almost. FIFA 18. I finished it. I've, I've been super jealous of the journey 18, and I was like, I need to come borrow it just because I just want to experience it. I'm, I'm going to play. I'm make it very aware, very aware right now. I'm going to play on beginner. If there's a level lower than beginner, I play on that. Um, but I just want to experience that story. And I'm like, I keep tweeting EA. I'm like, whatever you did with the journey, do that in NBA Live. Because NBA Live, the, the culture needs this. 2K is such a pit of destruction right now that I can't stomach playing that game. So, EA, I am 100% certain that you're not listening to this. But on the off chance that somebody in the building is, pass it up to the head guys. Whatever you're doing with the journey, do it with NBA Live. We appreciate it. We will buy it. I'll buy it twice. You know, or if you just want to put us in charge of it, that, that'd be cool too. That'd be, that'd be cool too. You know? <laughs> I was going to say, later you can just tweet the episode to them. That's true. I will do that. Coming at you live, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's my week. has been avoiding playing 2K. And it's like, oh, that sounds like a fun week. Oh, man. It's like, every time I was like, let me give 2K a shot. A full 2.7 minutes later, immediate regret sets in. <laughs> immediate regret sets in. It's so bad. Um, they found, they're like, I really hate, and I know it's a, com- it's a com- compartmentalized company, but they're all on social media sharing all these great things that the critics were saying about them. Oh, yeah, we got a 9 out of 5, we got a 10 out of 10, a 5 out of 5. First of all, whoever gave 2K a 10 out of 10 needs to be fired immediately. That game is, and again, it's not just me, because go to any, any 2K video ever, go to the comment section. Immediate hate. The amount of hate is like really, really, really high. And it's not just like a bunch of people complaining. It's like professionals complaining. It was one NBA player complaining in the comment section. I'm not going to say who it is. But if NBA players are, who are in the game are complaining about the game, come on now. But, come on, son. Come on, son. But then I got, I got a bunch of joy out of the fact that Star Wars... Beta is out, and I've been playing that, so we'll talk about that a little later in the podcast. But. Yeah, I need to get around to that. Yeah, Battlefront 2 beta is really, really good, but we'll talk about that later. Other than that, sleeping, a whole lot of sleeping and trying to, just making it to December 12th. That's all, that's all I got to do. Sheesh. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Rafiki? Hmm, not a ton. Bought my plane ticket to Chicago, so I'll be going in about a month. Oh, see, sis? Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, be out there for a couple of days. It's actually been... Last time we were there was for her wedding. 
Yeah. So it's been a few months. At this point, I think the last two years in a row, I've gone in May, November, May again, and now this November. I think that's the thing. So I think... Keep it a thing. Yeah. At this point, I'll just make it a trend where it's like every six months I'm in Chicago. So this will be fun. Um, Let's see. Apparently, this is the week that nobody wants to give straightforward answers. You're too nice. Be a savage animal once in a while. It's not in my blood. Listen to 21 Savage for a full 14 minutes. That's all you need. Not the whole album. There's 14 minutes of the album. And not the new album, because it's a little too soft. Because Amber Rose is when it snaps the soul up. Go back to Murder Gang 1, maybe Savage Mode 2, No Hard 3. Yeah, those are some real quality 21 Savage albums right there. I don't know if No Hard 3 is an actual thing, but, you know, if it is, fight it. It'll do you some good. <laughs> okay. But moving on. I got nothing. Cause I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. You don't even listen to Twenty One Savage. I don't. I don't need it. You don't want me. To you know that is not allowed. <laughs> I will no, no. That is not allowed. We are quickly segue immediate segue. We should get there's there's a part where Quay was like segue like twice in the song. We should find that and use that as our segue bumper. That'd be great. That'd be great. That would be great. I mean, this show did kind of start off with Amigos intro outro. Game stop, wink stop. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, um, so Mookie, you mentioned that the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta came out. Yes, it's been out for those who pre ordered for a few days, but it went uh, open beta Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, I believe is what, what they said. And it's going to go until about, uh, I think, same time Sunday. Um, we might have a little more time Sunday evening. Because they like to, like, oh, it's been such a great response. We'll give you to the rest of the night. Um, kind of like they're giving us free space, even though they're going to do it anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's been really fun. It's a lot harder than the first one, but it's also a lot better. Um, physics are way smoother. I experience significantly less lag. And if you don't know, for a long time, EA got so much slander for their garbage servers. I think they're actually investing money in it, into it. So I'm really happy for that. Um, So far, um, you only get to play a couple modes. And uh, right now, I think the one's Galactic Attack and where you just play against the clones in the Republic and you just have to attack a certain point or keep the Republic from attacking. And it's really, I really like the system. Instead of like having to find a hero coin, if you're doing really well, you get points quicker. And the quicker you get points, you can get... um, I guess upgraded character because what you can do is you can get like vehicles that can attack there's ground vehicles there's in-air vehicles and then there's what they call like leader characters like Chewbacca is like a leader and then there's like uh, a jet trooper who has a jetpack and he's got a more accurate mid-range blaster um, and then there's heroes and so far the only heroes in the game are Rey Fire, Han Solo, which is slightly disappointing, uh, which is wild because if you th- think of Han Solo as a pistol character, he should be one of the best. I think Leia should be the best pistol character, but Han Solo is a little disappointing to use. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, Ray, Fire. Darth Maul is the best character in the game right now. Darth Maul is amazing. If you know how to do, if you know how to use him, you can you wreck a whole team by yourself. He's that good. Super fast can throw his double-edged lightsaber, and since it's double-edged, 
it can actually because um, most characters will throw it and yes it'll kill multiple people but since his character is he has a double-edged lightsaber it's longer so it actually has a longer reach so it might the, the his throw isn't quite as long um, from what I've been seeing some people doing some testing his throw isn't quite as long as Ray's is but it'll do more damage and hit more people if they're in close proximity to each other now Ray's throw is like Steph Curry from Half Court Lock. He just chuckles that thing, just takes off in the other direction, and just comes back to her. Um, um, but then there's also Boba Fett, who I think is the best pistol, is the best blaster character in the game. Really, really good in that he can balance in the air. Most characters can't quite do that, but because of his jetpack ability, uh, he can balance in the air, shoot people, and then blast them with rockets. And not to mention his flame marker, his flamethrower is upgradable. They have crates in there that allow you to get cards, which are upgradable, that give your character special abilities. Um, I like the system, and yes, microtransactions are involved, but this is like a tasteful way of doing it. You earn quite a bit of credits per game. Like, I played four or five games, and in the four or five games I got, I got two crates through playthrough, and then... So it's like, okay, you play a specialist, you play a certain amount, you get a crate. You pop open a crate, you get some cool things. Um, and the amount of time I played, I earned enough credits to buy two more crates. And then I was given two crates for free just for playing the game. So I felt like it was pretty good. Like the, like the, the price on the crates wasn't outrageous either. I mean, I'm going to start talking about 2K right now, but I don't want to yell at nobody. So I'm going to move on from that. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out, we've got a couple more hours to check it out. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably haven't missed it. But um, yeah, I hope you had to check it out. If you, if you did check it out, leave a comment in the comment section. Let us know how you felt about it. Um, and if you're going to be picking it up when it comes out in November. Yep. I, you know me, as of four months ago, I became a gamer. <laughs> as of four months ago? I've only played... Hello, Destiny. Facebook. I almost said Facebook. No, you Facebook. play Facebook. <laughs> you know those online mobile games, uh, and Destiny, which I haven't played Destiny in like two weeks. I know. Where's Matt at? He need to hop on. I know. Like I, yeah. I started yeah. my third character. I finally got my uh, my Titan crack in today. Mm-hmm. Or a couple days ago. Well, I'm almost finished with story because I dropped off right before heading to IO. Yeah. So, but that's D two talk. We're not talking about D two today. At least. We didn't play it on it. So, um, another game that was a topic of this week, Mookie Shadow of Mordor. I'm so happy about this. Uh, if you don't know, Monolith Studios, in collaboration with WB, is putting out um, Shadow of Mordor 2. Um, if you don't know, Monolith didn't make Batman but they sure learned a lot about it. Um, and again, EWB is the publisher, so I'm sure they were just like, see what they're doing over there with the Batman thing? Do that over here with the thing that you're doing. And when Shadow of Mortar, the original, came out, it came out at a time where Assassin's Creed was just about to burn. Yeah, so Shadow of Mortar came out, and it was like... So before Black Flag? No, it was when Black Flag came out. Mm-hmm. So everyone was super high on Assassin's Creed, and I'm like, listen, Assassin's Creed's been doing well, but they're getting stagnant and they're not doing anything new. It was the year, which one was the broken one came out? Syndicate. No, Syndicate was Brotherhood? No. The Brotherhood is no. way old. Unity. 
it was the year Unity came out. So I remember getting Shadow Mortar early September, no, late September, early October, and I kept telling people, this game is gonna, in the words of Charlemagne the God, this game is gonna run up in Assassin's Creed's trap house and take their product. And it sure did, 100% did. Because that year, Assassin's Creed came out and it was barely even playable. It, it literally was barely playable. It was a thing where like people were seeing just character models without their faces. Um, and Shadow Mortar took off immensely because um, it has elements from Assassin's Creed, the sneaking, the stealth, but its action system, its combat system is like a mature version of the Arkham games that we've been getting for years. Um, and I thought it was a great balance. It's uh, not necessarily canonical, but it doesn't exactly have to be because it's in this space that is kind of malleable in the Lord of the Rings series. A lot of people hate some of the things that they're doing, but I don't really care. Gameplay is super fun. Um, so really looking forward to it. I have played some preview stuff that I can't really talk about other than saying I played some preview stuff. Um, long story short, really good. Um, reviews have officially started coming out and people were worried initially that they had microtransactions, loot boxes in the single player game. But um, one of the reviewers said you can 100% ignore them because they do nothing other than give you special drops which you get from killing orcs anyway. So a lot of people were concerned that they were doing a loot box system. It seems to be harmless at best and annoying at, at, at its height as long as you ignore it. So really happy that the loot box system isn't destroying the game like it is in 2K because all they care about is VC, but I'm not going to talk about that tonight. I'm not trying to yell. So You've already mentioned it twice. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm really trying. Three strikes, to, you're out. I'm really trying not to yell. <laughs> it's really bad, man. It's really, really bad. Yeah, I know. But yeah, looking forward to it. If you guys have played Shadow Mortar or are going to be playing Shadow Mortar 2, tweet at me. Let me know. Just know my fort is going to be impenetrable because there is no online system where you can like, attack other people's fort. Don't come for me. It's not going to end well for you. I promise you that. Holla at me on PlayStation 4, the real Mookie 833. If you see me, don't come for me because it's not going to end well for you. That's my, oh, that's my new slogan. I came up with a new one. I'm going to put that on my Twitter right now. So go ahead and move on to the next subject. Move on to the next subject. I'm going to update my Twitter, man. If, if, you, if you see me, don't come for me. Yes. Uh, okay. Nah, you know what? I'm leaving that. <laughs> All right. God. Oh, yeah. Yep. See, you guys just get to hear the birth of new ideas and new mantras. Yes. As, as they, like, develop. But enough about that. I, I want to say if you see me, don't at me, but that's your thing. Well, I mean, don't at me is more of, like, a social... It is, but, like, it's your thing. Like, you, I mean... Out of anyone in our social group, you use it the most. No, I mean, yeah, I talk Twitter lingo. I talk, <laughs> talk Twitter lingo. This guy, I hang out on Twitter. Stop it. I'm just... I mean, I don't say don't at me. It's just, like... If someone has something to say, it's, like, catch me outside. Catch, catch, catch. <laughs> Apparently, she's going to jail. Well, actually, I read the book. I mean, she's not really going to jail. She's going to like white collar jail. And like, I, I she's was, got I was two years of probation. I was gonna say the way that she was on Doctor Phil, she deserves to go to jail. That's what I said. She deserves to go to jail. She's getting two years of probation and a year and a half of anger management. I'm like, she's a millionaire and a half. She doesn't care. Never mind. I'm not gonna yeah, say that because the song too. Huh? Y'all, I hate to say this publicly. 
Song's not that bad. It's not. I was, I like, was kind of pissed that I had to get the song. <laughs> yeah. I heard the song. I was like, this is kind of good. <laughs> not that bad. I feel so bad about my life. And we're taking a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cuphead. The, the savior of the Xbox generation, I guess. Uh, no, so Cuphead has been one of like, the most highly touted indie games that Xbox has been previewing. For a long time, it's finally out. Finally out. Um, to rave reviews. A lot of people saying it's harder than OG Ninja Gaiden. So, for oh. those that don't understand what Cuphead is. So, Cuphead is a... Think of Steamboat Mickey art style-ish. Like, uh, you, you know how that... Uh, it kind of follows that art style 19, that year 1950s cartoon. Yes. That year-ish. But you play as a little Cuphead. And what's his buddy's name? I think it's Cuphead 1 and Cuphead 2. Is it Cuphead 1 Cuphead 2? I don't know. I actually haven't played it, but I've seen quite a bit of gameplay. I think one is Cuphead and one is like Suphead or something like that. Because one is an actual cup and I think one's a bowl. I think that's the, dis- I think that's the distinction between the two of them. Mm. But one's red, one's blue. Uh, it's very hard. It's very, very hard. It's like, it's like almost borderline horror. I don't want to say horror because 1950s, like, it was all just weird anyway. The 1950s cartoons, they were just weird, point-blank period. But it's definitely one of the most intriguing games. It reminds me a little bit of, like, it's like 1950s Contra, or what 1950s Contra would be like. And it's very hard. Uh, gotcha. But it looks, like, it's, it's, it's weird to say it looks pretty, but it does. But, like, it kind of has this, like, CCTV overlay, so it looks old and looks like... And I think, like, there's actually a stage where it's got, like, that satellite peach fuzz that comes in, that snow, and that's, like, a game mechanic, and you're just like, I, I, I don't know what you want me to do, sir. I, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> um, but a lot of people are really loving it. Um, it's obviously not for everybody. If you've never played Ninja Gaiden and you don't know how hard that is, don't go into this game with your three-year-old thinking you're going to beat this game. Your three-year-old is going to hate you. Or your seven-year-old. Or your 40-year-old. Don't, don't, don't. If you're a casual gamer, watch somebody play this game. Because if you try to do it yourself and you're not prepared, you will lose the controller. I'm warning you now. You have a thoroughly worn. Watch somebody play the game. It's really, really, really cool. I'll probably go snatch my Xbox from my brother and then go play it, but um, we'll save that for December because, you know, we got to make it to December first. Yep, two months. Two months, uh, six days, seven hours, and 14 minutes, personally. Um, but then, on the other side, The Witcher 3 is finally getting a PS4 Pro patch. If you don't know, the PS4 Pro runs games at a higher frame rate, at a smoother frame rate, um, usually anywhere between 50 to 60 frames per second locked but a lot of games didn't get a pro patch. Um, now, if you buy a PS4, if this PS4 has been out, your games aren't gonna have a PS4 patch because they don't, PS4 pro patch because they don't need it, it's built in. Older games needed a patch to get it up to 4K, running a smooth frame rate. The Witcher was one of those games where they said they weren't really sure if it was worth their time, um, but the um, developers said, yes, we wanted to do it, it's actually on its way out, if it's not already out. Um, so expect that when the Xbox One X comes out, the same thing will happen for The Witcher on that system. And that's just really fun because The Witcher is one of the greatest RPGs of all time. If you ask me, the greatest RPG of all time is Skyrim. Just because it's Skyrim. There's arguments to be had, but at the end of the day, it's Skyrim. And I could counter your argument a thousand different ways. 
But there are count- there's a thousand different counters to why Skyrim is problematic and probably shouldn't be the best, but there's a million why it should be. Witcher is a very, 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 very close second in my personal book just because of amazing characters, amazing graphics, amazing everything. Um, it's not quite Skyrim nonsense level, but it's pretty great. I spent the first 30 hours of Witcher playing a card game. Yeah, Gwent. So good. So good. It was so good and so popular, they actually created its own like real-life collectible card game, and it's taking off. It's like second only to... Hearthstone, and Hearthstone is like the most popular online collectible card game ever. So, yeah, it's that good. But, um, recently, IGN posted an article saying that PlayStation has an indie problem. And that's kind of perpetuated by the idea that, yes, Cuphead is an indie game, but being heavily supported by Microsoft, I think the team was consisted of, like, two brothers and, like, their four cousins. I kid you not. I think that's the actual development team behind Cuphead. It's like, yeah, one of them was in art school and one of them was in design school and they were bored when they, and they started making Cuphead and it started to gain traction and they like hit up Cousin John and I think Sarah might have tagged along because John was just going to the cousin's house all the time and then she became part of the development team. I don't know if this is a real story I'm telling, but I'm pretty sure it's two brothers and a bunch of their cousins. They, okay. they might have hired more people by now. Yeah, yeah, but So with that being said, how do you feel about that statement? You're asking the wrong person. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> How do you feel about that? So I guess it really boils down to a question. Do you feel PlayStation is becoming stagnant in both the games they offer and the variety? False. Because here's where, like, yes, they may not have that many indies. But what I feel like the article failed to realize is, like, they're thinking from a western game perspective the amount of jrpgs on the playstation 4 system is astronomical and probably problematic there's a lot of them there's so much so that you can't even experience all of them if you wanted to um there are games that hit the west every year that have been out in japan for three four five years um dragon quest i think it just came out in japan and will not hit the u.s until 2018 that's a game that's I don't know, it's not necessarily indie, but the Xbox isn't going to get that. Well, I understand you want games like Cuphead, um, like Yakuza. Um, shout it's a PlayStation exclusive. It's a PlayStation exclusive. Like, shout out to the guy, Max Scoville. Um, um, he's really, plays a lot of really weird um, fringe, I don't want to say fringe games, but games that aren't like necessarily within the scope of popularity. But he's been hooting and hollering and praising Yakuza, so much so that I went to, I don't get a bunch of shoutouts in this section, I went to YouTube trying to watch some gameplay, so I watched the boy X Chase Money play the game, and I was like, this is a lot of fun, I was like, I kind of want to play it, I just don't have the space in my day to play that kind of game now, December 13th, when I'm done with school, best believe I will, but that's a, that's a different story for a different day, I'm, and then I guess the thing is like, Microsoft snatched up, uh, what was it? The console exclusivity for Player Unknown Battlegrounds. And now they're talking about spending way, way, way more money than they even should to either make it straight up console exclusive or ex- like extend the console exclusivity so people associate that indie game with the Microsoft system. The problem is, so many people already have that game on PC, it's inconsequential. 
Like me, yeah. I have a PS4, I have an Xbox, and I have a PC. I bought that game on PC. I'm not going to get it again on Xbox One. I understand that people who only have one system, and my budget is nonsensical to have all three systems, actually all four, the Nintendo Switch, and then any SNES Classic. So, like, I am I am an outlier. I completely 100% understand that. But I don't think it's this great drought of games. Well, I was talking to a friend, I was like, there's too many games to play. And he was like, yeah, that's a good thing because the summer drought's officially over. We have so many games to play. Um, and speaking of that, like they just put out one of their best selling games ever. One of their most highly titled video games ever is for free on the PlayStation Plus. They're giving out Metal Gear Solid Five for free. I highly advise anyone who can hear this, tell everyone who you know at the PlayStation to go download that game. Even if they don't fall in love with it, it's just amazing. If you don't play the story and you don't like the story, that's fine. The amount of nonsense you can do in that game, pure elation. It's so good. Um, and of course, it's the last one Hideo Kojima Metal Gear will ever get, so um, it's, it's a piece of history. So go snag that up. Do it for the culture. Um, how do I feel about it? I think Xbox is making strides to do what they need to do. I think Xbox is doing... I think they're headed in the right direction, but PlayStation is... I said this before. All PlayStation has to do is maintain. We've got God of War coming. Let's not forget mm -hmm. that. Days Gone is coming. Let's not forget that. A poster was just revealed about Left 4 Dead 2. Not mine. Last, Last of Us? Last of Us 2. My bad. I apologize. It's like Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, that's a that's long been, time ago. That's way out. Yeah. It's like, Holy Left 4 Dead 4 was on GameCube. GameCube. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, for sure. <laughs> Last of Us 2. Um, so those are their big tentpole games that are going to be coming out soon. Not to mention Persona 5 is being rated as one of the best JRPGs of all time. Danganronpa just came out. That's getting high reviews. Um, I, I don't think PlayStation... I do think they need to maybe focus a little bit more on their Western audience, but Xbox is losing exclusives all the time. Evil Within 2... Evil Within 1 was an Xbox One exclusive. Evil Within 2 is coming out day one and day and date with PlayStation 4, so... I don't, and again, I don't think, and then maybe for a Western audience, that's important, but I don't know, I don't, I, I, think the, I think the argument is null and void because of the amount of JRPGs done in the system. Indies are important, yes, we should support indies, yes, but if you want to support indies, go get a PC, because you'll play the games nine years before they come out on Xbox out anyway, so that's how I feel about it, but that's just me. Any thoughts, Rafiki? Mm, pretty, I think pretty in line for the most part with what he said. Um, I, it, yeah, there's there's a lot of titles these days, you know that. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really matter, uh, and if anything, I'll just I'll just go to his place and play it on the PC. What am I worried about? Fair enough. So, uh, taking a hard left. I'm just gonna take a moment and say, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. War. Huh. Yeah. For those of you that don't understand the reference, Rush Hour 4 has been announced. You did that to yourself. I know. <laughs> I, just, I just got like super excited. I thought you guys were gonna join in. As soon as you started, I'm like, oh, he's, he's gonna go down this path. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna leave him to go to that. Yeah. I yeah. thought about it for half a second. I was like, ah, no. My allergies are messing with me. So. You did this to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. See, um, I get no respect around here. Respect. Respect on my name. 
I watched that video clip. So good. <laughs> so good. He just ups and leaves. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so good. Rush Hour Four has been confirmed. So we'll get to see our boys back in action. Did you ever watch the Rush Hour TV show? No. They made a TV show about it. I know. And I was really hoping DC Young Fly Timothy Dale and Ghetto were gonna actually be. That was so funny. <laughs> I heard it was. I heard it wasn't great. I heard it wasn't great at all. I watched one episode. Oh yeah. And then I completely forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. No, they keep trying to do things like they. The one that hurt my feelings that I wanted hurt to happen. Feelings. Yeah. I was really emotionally hurt. Was a Beverly Hills Cop TV show. It got a pilot and then never got picked up. Mm-hmm. But it was like Michael B. Jordan was gonna be Eddie Murphy's son. Oh. And I'm like, that was gonna be really, really, really good. And I was like, I was really hoping. I had high hopes for that. Um, and like Eddie Murphy was supposedly in like the first episode, but then that was it. Like it was kind of like a Naruto son that thing. It was like this is my story, not my dad's story. If any of you ever call him Burrito's dad, I'm gonna smack you in public. So, you I saw I saw something earlier. You remember the whole episode where they're at, uh, they're out eating ramen and there's the image of baby like little Naruto there in the chair next to him. I saw one that said, "Did Naruto have another son?" Oh, uh, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rush Hour Four. Um, I think it was definitely one. If you, am I allowed to say this? I'm going to say it. I feel like every African had that movie as a staple in their childhood because all our parents loved that movie for some reason. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if that's a fair assumption because that's very general. You know what happens with assumptions? Yeah. Yep. So, but I'm sticking with my statement. I feel like a, a good amount of people watch that movie. I know. I know. But like, especially if you're like African and you had an uncle over the age of 20. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not trying to argue. It's like, I'm not touching this one. Yeah. I got to. Anyway, for me, it was definitely, all of them were a part of my childhood. It was one of the only movies my mom would allow us to watch. Just because she really, really liked Jackie Chan. Like, she thought Chris Tucker was a straight-up fool. Straight-up clown. But she really, really liked Jackie Chan. I never hit a woman before, but why are you pushing it? <laughs> so good. We should rewatch those. Ooh, I have an idea. Never mind. What's your name, man? <laughs> they have a three movie pack at Vintage Stock. I know a manager at Vintage Stock. Yes, I know. We'll get it right for we'll get it for eight dollars. Eight dollars. I'm about that life. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. You sound so I am salty. A long time ago, I was really excited. He did it on his own because he couldn't do math. I know I couldn't do math, guys. Boys and girls, just know that three times two is six, not eight. Yes. So they know we had some new neighbors moving in. Had a garage sale. We've told the story before. We don't need to reiterate. I'm pretty sure we have. No. Fine. Go ahead. Tell the story. Either way, we got some new listeners. Tell the story, man. New Bruce Lee movie. Not new Bruce Lee movie. My new, fault. new Bruce new. Lee movie. All right. Now you're yeah, you you it to yourself. You, you, new neighbors. <laughs> garage sale. Bruce Lee movies. $3 a piece. We hear, hey, you can negotiate. My man was like, oh, so this is $9 right now. If we take a dollar off of each of them, it's $8. 
I was really excited. <laughs> they had Fist of the Flying Dragon. I hadn't seen it in a long time. I wasn't really thinking. Oh, I just knew I had, I had $8 in my pocket. <laughs> That's all I was saying. So I was trying to just spend $8 in my pocket. Oh, it was so funny. Anyway. Long story short, we got three boosted boobs. Those were years. That was years ago. That was but anyways, jumping ship from that, we're just kind of all over the place with how we're going with this. But like I said, it's a show with no topic. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, hey Arnold, the movie finally has a trailer. We're not. We're not talking. I'm pretty sure they had another movie that they came out with like earlier while the show was still running. But they do have a follow up sequel. Hey Arnold, the Jungle movie. And it's going to be following his quest to go to the place where his parents disappeared. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, just anything here on coming back to 2017 brings me joy and elation, so I'm happy about it. But, uh, so yeah, and I know they had a teaser that they put out at San Diego Comic-Con. And so at least the trailer still kind of gives us more of... Uh, a better look. A, yeah, a better look at it. We kind of get a sense for uh, what, of course we know he's going there because there's like this competition it's like, oh wait a minute, my parents this is where my parents uh, disappeared but there might be another underlying subplot to that What we, what is that? We're not completely sure. I have a theory I think Arnold already knows what happens to his parents at least not like from the beginning of the movie like he goes there and he kind of finds out because there's a point where he's on the boat and like he's talking with his best friend or whatever and he's just like dude why don't you just tell me and then like he storms off or whatever so I think he might know and he's just going there just I don't know either reassurance or confirm his suspicions yeah cool um yeah and then in like a litany of Batman news we've got confirmation about two, kind of three Batman movies in the near future. Batman versus Jack the Ripper takes Batman back in time to fight Jack the Ripper. This is something that happened in the comic like three or four times. The first time I remember seeing Batman versus Jack the Ripper, um, and this might not be the actual first time, but the first time I remember seeing it was when um, he got lost in time and was traveling through the universes. Obviously, like that was very iconic. Um, Batman got lost in a space-time continuum and was traveling through these different times to try and get back to the point where he was kicked through time to stop what was happening. Um, and then we had to, I think Dick Grayson stepped up as Batman in his absence. Um, but during that time, during his time flying through time and space, he there was a point where he hooked up with the British homie Sherlock Holmes and they together caught Jack the Ripper. Um, and then that ends up tying in very loosely and very weirdly into like the Court of Owls somehow. And I was, I thought that was a bit weird, but nah. anyway, that storyline ended. And then there was a different one where he directly went back in time to specifically deal with the threat of Jack the Ripper. Um, and so this is just like a movie adaptation of that. Really, really, really interesting. It is not Gotham by Gaslight, which has been confirmed it could be coming out in 2018. And in 2018, we're also getting Batman Ninja. Um, Batman Ninja, he's going to be traveling, again, through time, back to medieval era Japan to deal with an unknown threat. If you ask me, 
it's probably Rage. Like, that just kind of makes sense. And if people are like, why is he holding a sword and katana? Why is he a ninja? If you don't already know, at the age of like, his early, his late teens, early 20s, he left Gotham. We're not going by the Gotham TV show timeline because that's very different. And that focuses more on the city and Gordon and other things. But he left Gotham to begin his training. And one of the places he learned how to fight, um, actually his primary, his primary school and his primary teacher was Ra's al Ghul. And he was essentially a member of the League of Assassins. He didn't know this, but they purposely recruited him. He thought they just found him, and he thought he found them, when all along, Rage was kind of recruiting him. Rage has this thing of recruiting kids young, bringing them up in the League of Assassins. That way, when they become old, they're already indoctrinated, and he can use them for whatever purposes. So, like, an orphan, who's also one of the richest people on the planet, it made perfect sense. Recruit the young guy, train him, give him your ideologies, so that way when he's old, he becomes one of your most loyal servants. It would have worked, but it didn't. Um, and there's like 14 different comics explaining why it didn't work. Long story short, Batman has a son named Damien who is almost raged, but you know, it also didn't work. Really excited, I think out of all the three, I'm most excited for Batman Ninja. I really like Gotham by Gaslight, but for me, Batman Ninja just seems to be more intriguing. Because I also think they can do things like bring in Katana, they could bring in, if they want to really bring in some older figures, they could bring in OG Zatanna, because Zatanna is a, it's a family thing, like it's a, it's family magic, like Zatanna is like, Zatara, Zatara, my bad, the Zatara, like, wait, yeah, the Zatara family line, they can bring the, that in, um, obviously, uh, I said Katana already, right? Yeah, you said Katana. Basically, her whole family with Master of Games, and they can do a lot of things. And I know it's, it shouldn't be all just focused on like Oriental characters and like the Japanese, but like it is mid-century Japan, so I feel like they could explain a lot of like the modern art, the modern Asian ninja-like figures yeah. with that time story. So I'm excited for that. Moving on. So, um, one of the staple. Western cartoons. I say that very specifically because we've there's been debate whether it's like still an anime or whether it's actually a cartoon. Uh, yes, Mookie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, not, it's not a cartoon. I mean... It's not a cartoon. It's enough. It's not a cartoon. It's... Listen. It's not a cartoon. Listen. Is DBZ a cartoon? Yes. Is DBZ's a cartoon and none of my anime? Listen, I understand it's still classified as anime, but it should be considered a cartoon. I you you need to explain yourself, yes, sir. <laughs> okay, listen. Yes, it is anime, it is anime style. It's written that way. A lot of it's it been still adapted be an from anime. a manga. I'm just talking about with how embedded it is in Western culture. That is now a cartoon. One of the few no. that are actual cartoons. No, 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 no. Just because it's listen, embedded listen, in listen, Western culture no, doesn't listen, make it. Like, listen. Just how, the, how, how much does does uh, America really have that belong to them? But then all of a sudden they're like, but we got it now. That, 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 no, no, no. That, no, that, that, no, listen, no, listen. I'm not talking about in the sense that, uh, like, maybe a little bit of popularity. Not in the sense that it is actually being changed to be a cartoon like 
I get what, you're, like, I get what you're saying, it's, but it's, it's still, it's, definitely it's still an anime. Yeah, it is an anime, but it's a Western cartoon now. Uh, it's definitely an anime. <laughs> There's no Pokemon hospital or restaurant in America. There's a bunch of them in Japan. So it's popularity in Japan still dwarfs its popularity. Listen, listen. When you were younger, and your mom happened to walk, like catch you playing Pokemon or whatever, or not even, not even totally related. Maybe you're watching Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon. Guaranteed, seven times out of ten, she's just like, you better get that Pikachu off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> But also, at the same time, let's put it like this. Listen, no, that's because Pops calls everything from the PlayStation 4 to the actual Nintendo, and Nintendo does not make Nintendo but American let's, system. Let's put it like this. As a kid, though, how aware of anime were you truly? Especially with something like Pokemon, so to speak. As because a kid, as I a, as also a kid, thought that America was like one small town, so yeah, not... I got, I got fighting me on this, and I refuse to give this up. No, <laughs> it is not cartoon. I, and as long as the and I remember, on, I remember for me as a kid, it wasn't. A we all thought we all thought it was. As far as I'm concerned, Yu-Gi-Oh was a cartoon. I didn't know what an anime was. I didn't know what an anime was. Until I found You're it. just proving a point here. Okay, but just because you think something is something doesn't mean it is. What it is? It's not. What We're it not. Is. And just because something has been labeled as something doesn't mean it's actually that something. Okay, if I <laughs> <laughs> listen. If I take an American cow to Canada, it is not all of a sudden a Canadian cow. It is an American cow living in no, Canada. No, but, but there's no such thing as an American cow. But yes, if, what? If one hundred percent USAD beef. If you take that's an American cow. Listen, but if you take that American USAD, cow, my bad. If you take that American cow, transport it to Canada, and there's a Canadian bull. <laughs> the discussion is not over. Pokemon is forever an anime, but some of y'all can call it a cartoon. I guess I don't know. We're not saying it's not. We're not changing. It's I don't want to. We hear. know better. Obviously. Well, I'm just saying to the general public, if you were to ask them what is Pokemon, what is Dragon Ball Z, they're gonna say it's a dumb cartoon. The general public can also point out where like Tennessee is. So. I mean, I know at least 12 people I can point out where Tennessee is. You're 12 not, you're not out of like 12 million. Do I know 12 million people? Maybe. Listen, you know I'm not that so <laughs> You know I'm not that so <laughs> But we're talking about Pokemon. Uh, there was something interesting. So the other day, I don't even know what I was looking for, but I was browsing on YouTube. And there was a guy, uh, his channel, he goes by Ruffled Rowlet. Uh, Ruffled? Yeah. He was doing a playthrough of an entirely fan-made 3D version of Pokemon Fire Red. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. And it is... It's the one that's made in the Unreal Engine, right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's entirely in Spanish, like all the options and subheadings or whatever, but it looks phenomenal. Um, I know that they were saying it's still some bugs to work out, but... Um, I don't know. You guys checked it out. What are your thoughts on it? I'm wondering if it's the same one that got so popular Nintendo hit him with a cease and desist order. There was one that was made in... Oh, uh, Uranium? Yeah, it was... No, there was like, it was another fan-made game. It was made entirely in the Unreal Engine, and it looked... Shoot, it looked better than Assassin's Creed does now. I was like, wait a minute, this looks really good. And it caught so much buzz that they actually started a GoFundMe, I think. It was either a GoFundMe or Patreon or like a Kickstarter. 
and immediately got slapped with a cease and desist by Nintendo. And they were like, we just love the product, but no, we can't allow you to be running up in our chat house like this. That's if there's anything Nintendo's good at, it's stopping people from running up in their chat house. <laughs> they taking their product. They're they not allowing you to take their product. Unless you share like Mario and Rabbids, but you know. Yeah. But uh, it looks really interesting. Um, I don't know if I will ever play it, but it's fun to see that people are out there creating stuff like that. I wonder how long it took them to make it. It does look interesting. And the way that the Pokemon do battle is like super interesting. That is what I can't understand. There was an amazing 3D Pokemon game on the GameCube. You're not talking about like... Uh, DX or whatever. The one where you can sell a few Pokemon? Yeah. That was that was awesome. really good. Yeah, Coliseum and then DX. Yeah. I don't understand why they, like, they still haven't till this day. The Nintendo Switch is pretty powerful. It runs 2K. That's not saying much for it because 2K is trash, but it runs 2K pretty well. It runs Disgaea pretty well. It actually runs Dragon Quest Eleven. So I don't understand what is keeping Nintendo from going for a full-fledged Fully 3D Pokemon game. At some point, they're gonna get left behind. I know there's 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 a bit of history to that art style and to that thing, but at some point, you gotta evolve. In the words of Gary V, innovate or die. And I don't want Pokemon to die. I mean, need Pikachu. In I mean, ever since uh, Black and White and Black and White Two, it's already been kind of 3D at least for the DS. Yeah, but that's like more like. But that's handheld. That's handheld, yeah. And I guess I'm, I'm just looking for. I guess what I'm trying to say is I want a an open world fully realized 3D fully motion capped game is where I'm is where I'm looking at. But you know, they have their art style and it works for them. Not always, but it's working, so Yeah. So, um super interesting. Uh have you guys checked it out? If you have, what are your thoughts on it? Have you seen any other awesome fan made Pokemon games? Let us know because I want to check those out. Um also Speaking of Pokemon, the English version trailer for the 20th anniversary movie came out. Timmy Tonga was watching it here earlier today, and he was kind of upset about it. Because um, even though it is taking Ash to the back, they uh, back to the beginning, they've changed so many things. Yeah, um, I'm probably not going to watch it. Yeah, I mean, from the include, so even though they're in Kanto, they've included Pokemon from outside the region, nope. which I guess is their own way of trying to retcon. I, nope. I, I have no words. And then on top of that, Misty and Brock aren't like on an adventure with him. He'll probably might encounter them in the gyms, but they aren't traveling with him in the movie. So, I. Again, no words. They hit their reset. So, yeah, they probably did hit the reset button. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't know, because even, like, even the movies themselves have always been... Uh, They've done their own thing. Yeah. They, they kind of stay... They stay within the laws of where the anime is, usually, but still doing their own thing. Um, but... They're outside of that now. Now they're just kind of like, and... Eh, Hit the button. Yeah. I I don't... No words. No words. But, on the other flip side, next month, Ultra Sun and Moon are coming out. Fire. Um, I have not played them. Tim's played Moon. He has Moon. Uh, but, apparently, you can now leave Alola. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. There's a... There's... There's, like, the Ultra region now. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
sun ultra and moon ultra. There's like this thing that allows you to leave Alola to go into like the ultra region where you can get new ultra Pokemon and it's like this digital world. Kind of like it's kind of. I think they're trying to introduce a new mechanic for their new game mm-hmm. or some new aesthetics for their new game. I think it's just a way of them like it's like Pokemon like one point five. Yeah. It's a half step. Instead of putting out a full game, they're doing this half step measure to like introduce some new mechanics. So whenever those games are more prominent in the new game, people are, are freaking out about it. But yeah, it allows you to leave the Lola region, get some new Pokemon, but then you can also tr- go back to the Lola region. Mm-hmm. That's important. Yeah. Um, and with that, um, there's been rumors of new Alola formed Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and I think as of right now, it, I think the rumors are saying Johto. That'd be interesting. So, uh, but there hasn't been confirmation on that. But they have introduced three new Pokemon, which is, uh, I don't know that they actually, well, of course they introduced new Pokemon. But, like, these are, I don't know where I was going with that. But they're the Ultra Beasts that you were talking about. So as of right now, they have three of them. They have Burst. Assembly and adhesive, which they've just run out of ideas. Yep, adhesive. Yep, that sounds like more of an attack than an actual full fledged. Yeah, no, that sounds like splash. <laughs> that's that's what it sounds like. Man, I've just I've I, I know I should be over the whole splash thing, but I just have one question, and why? It's useless on land. Yep, I used to think it would do something in water. In water? I know, forever. Like, it's cool. I'll just keep attacking in water. Useless. <laughs> Doesn't even, like, get... Like, like, you know how there's some attacks that aren't attacked, but it's like, water sprout lowers the uh, the efficiency of attack. Yeah. No, it just flops around. <laughs> doesn't do anything water. Doesn't do anything volcanoes. Doesn't do anything grass. Do volcanoes. Anything. My dude turned Magikarp into sushi. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Because nothing... Nothing. Only reason I hung on to that magic card is because it was shiny, and I wasn't one of the red Gary Dubs. Um But you know, whatever. All you gotta do is, if, if you really, really want to piss people off, teach Hydro Pump to the magic card. <laughs> <laughs> magic card uses Hydro Pump. Everybody's gonna be like, why? That's <laughs> such a waste of that TM. Okay. So before we hop off this, quick question: What is one Pokemon you would like to see in a Lolan form for? And what would its new form entail? So, like, what Golly. would what would the types be? Uh, what? Mm. Also, for those listening, drop in the comments. What would you? What would your Alolan Pokemon be if they haven't already done one for your favorite Pokemon? Hmm. If would me, Houndoom. But he might already have an alone Pokemon. I don't think so. I actually don't know. So okay, so if it was me, it, it would be Houndoom. Okay, so then uh, would it change his dark fire? Is it already dark and fire, or is it just dark? I think it's right now just. I think it's just, just a fire. Just fire. If it were me, Houndoom would be dark fire. Hmm. Interesting. Even though that's not that most, I know it's not the most unique combination. But, well, I guess a fighting fire Pokemon wouldn't be that 
would be to have Houndoom as a fighting fire Pokemon? It is already a dark fire. Okay, it is dark fire? Yeah. So then I make it fighting. Because that way bite would do more damage. Hmm. Interesting. And with fighting, like... It could do double tap. Well, I know. And make but... a crush. <laughs> but, like, what would it look like? How would, like, how would it look differently visually? It'd look more like a pit bull. Because <laughs> right now, Houndoom looks more like a Doberman. Mm-hmm. I think if it were me, I would take his. You know how he currently has a black coat? Yeah. And like a gray underbelly? Yeah. And it's a low on form? It would be pretty much. Mm, I guess I'd use the brown underbelly over the majority of his skin. Uh huh. But then probably do instead of horns. Like I'd probably evolve the horns to be more. See, I didn't have enough time to process this. It's all right. I'd make this horns more ram-like. So that way, if he did headbutt, more dead. Now I got it. Now I'm rolling. His little straps over his back would turn into like a ribcage armor. So that way, if he did any kind of spinning attack, more damage. All right. And he'd be more muscular. And he'd be taller. Are you done? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except he'd be like a cross between a great man and a Doberman. So that's what I'm saying. He'd be tall, but muscular. His horns would turn like more ram-like, and they'd circle. They'd circle so that way the ends point out. So if he does like a headbutt, he's sticking with the ends of his horn. I should draw this Pokemon. I'm terrible at drawing. I gotta hit my cousin up. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Rafiki? Um, it's definitely a tough one. Just kind of skimming through everything. However. Um, I would say, and this is just purely off, kind of off the top of the head, the kind of first couple of ideas that came to my head, but changing Fanfy and Don Fan into, from probably purely being a brown type to either being a grass type or depending on where they're living, I'm assuming obviously with the Aloha being more tropical-like, there's bound to be, you know, um, some you know volcanoes or whatever so maybe find a way to change into a fire type because of where they're living um which i think would be intriguing still keep the ground type but add the fire on top of that so then change the color scheme to make it have a fire ground type mix that would be interesting indeed so and so would it be look more uh kind of like Pignite or a, a mix of Pignite and its own color way. So you would add maybe a little more brownish, uh, maybe brown with a hint of red tint in it or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so, so kind of giving it like okay, when you look at it, knowing like okay, that's probably a ground and fire type. So interesting. Um. If I were to see an Alolan form of a Pokemon, I would, okay, so there's two that I would find super intriguing, at least for me. One from Johto, one from uh, Hoenn. The Hoenn one, I'm just gonna talk about my dude Trico. <laughs> what are you gonna turn him into? 
Well, because he's so since he's a grass, what if he was a grass fighting? Ground fighting. Hmm. And maybe you threw some boxing gloves on him. <laughs> so Tyrogue, but with grass. <laughs> no. So no, maybe boxing gloves are a bad idea. No, Tyrone doesn't have boxing gloves. Oh no. Uh it was a uh, Hitmo Hit- Chan. Hitmo Chan. Sorry. Um Tyrogue has the tape on his wrist. Yeah. So maybe maybe like smallish boxing gloves. But so instead of fighter type style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his tail, maybe a shorter tail. Um not like super short, maybe a little thinner. No, who has it? Yeah, a little thinner on Trico. And instead of no, girl, I have a blade of glass on his head. I don't know. I'm mixing them together. Anyway, he's gonna be grounded fighting, boxing gloves on his hand. He would be like, I don't know, kind of like. A camo brown, camo green, or something like that. Okay. But if we were to go with the second one, knock towel. Okay. I would turn him into flying and ghost. Interesting. Yes. And so he'd be a bit darker shade. Um, maybe kind of accented purple. Okay. Kind of like with the ghastly Gengar colorway type thing. Well, I'd find that'd that. That would be nice. I'd, be find that, I'd find that interesting. That would be dope. So. Um, I can dig it. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for me. So, um, like we said. Maybe you guys have a favorite Pokemon that should have an Alolan form. Let us know in the comment section what you think uh, or what you've thought of because maybe you had more time to prep for this than we did. <laughs> yeah, because you put it on the spot. Hey, that's what this is all about. On your toes. The fact that we actually managed to finish a full show is every week is astounding because the amount of prep is zero to none. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, he said zero to nine. Zero, zero to nine. nine. Yeah. Sounds like your next mixtape. Anyways. Oh, uh, snap. I should do a YouTube series about that. Yeah. Anyways. um, Quick question, though. One that was posed earlier. Um, we talked a little bit about Dragon Ball Z. Whether it was a cartoon or an anime, yes, it is an anime, but it's embedded in Western culture as a cartoon to the general public. When it's a staple for a lot of things, right? It's a part of our childhood. Made way for. (laughs) I'm just trying to help facilitate what's about to happen. I'm just saying it made way for a lot of great things to happen in Western culture. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. There have been other shows that have come along that have been just as fundamental in the shift and direction that we're going with entertainment, especially in animation. The question is, who did it better? Dragon Ball Z or Naruto? Okay, so 
we've had time to process this discussion and whatnot. Because your boy Mookie here had posed it and decided to ask the, the universe what they thought. But, I th- for me, now don't get me wrong, like, Naruto is always going to have a high spot. I think that's really what got me into anime, so it's always, always, always going to be at the top. However, I'm going to say Dragon Ball Z for the idea of Dragon Ball Z syndrome is a thing. Because Goku, uh, uh, Goku has been embedded in so many different fashions and so many different ways. Well, okay. Uh, in the sense of ideas have been stolen. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I'm just saying, I, maybe I asked it the wrong way. Which one is better in your opinion? DBZ or Naruto? Oh. See now, 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 now you. That's, <laughs> the point, that's the point of discussion. That's why. That's why. That's why I actually came up with the discussion. Because in my head, I really was. I was actually watching Gotham, and in my whole and the whole time, uh, I was like, I kind of want to watch anime, and then um, I had to stop doing stuff, and I picked up a podcast, uh, and they were talking about DBZ Fighter and how influential it's been, and I was like, Yeah, you're right, but. Naruto's better, and I was like, oh, that's blasphemous. And I thought for myself, like, no, it's not blasphemous. Naruto is actually better. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm crazy. And that's when I posted the topic on Facebook. And I'm like, I can't be the only but, one. But you said, it, I, but your exact question, I believe, was, okay, so those two are popular. Those two are but, like, as so far which as one is, But you said, like, which one is, like, most popular? Which one sits above the other? No, in my opinion, what I was trying to say, maybe I said it wrong. What I was trying to no. say is... He said this, and I quote straight from Facebook, DBZ and Naruto are arguably the most popular anime of all time. The real question is, which one is better? Yep, that's exactly uh-huh. what I said. Yeah, that's, that's actually okay. what's going so on. So then I which one understood... Is, which, one is, which one is better as a show? Okay, so then I entirely misunderstood the question. I was thinking in the terms of which one is in popularity, which one is... Nope. Which one is better as a show? As a show? Show. Oh, Naruto. Okay. You know what? I said the same thing. Uh, when you're looking at continuity, when you're looking at... That's not even a competition. When you're looking at storyline? Yes. And, like, I know... And someone commented it doesn't take three episodes to do one thing. Yes. Yes. I appreciate that as a whole. Besides the entire overarching theme of bringing Sasuke around, I appreciate that. Um, but no, but um, continuity, storyline, um, like I know like DBZ, like when we think of it, since it's so, it's part of our childhood, that's like the king of action. Like you're sleeping on Naruto's action. Like, especially when we get into Shippuden. I, I, that's like, are we, are that's we? what I was going to say. My thing was like, for me, DBZ characters, like the old, like out of all the characters, to me, the most related to is like Vegeta. And he has the struggle of wanting to be the best but not being the best. Goku is not relatable. Like you can't really. I, I like. He, I mean, he's easy to like. I. He's uh, a lovable like, like, goof. No, when I. But you can't necessarily relate. To yes, him. you can. Like, yeah. like. Uh, eat do you see how food he eats? <laughs> you eat as much food as he does. And sleep. That's true. So guy, don't <laughs> don't say. You see, you just. He, he, he's he's a lovable. Yourself. He's a lovable guy. He's a lovable. But aloof in that sector. That's why exactly. He's a lovable loof. But literally, almost everyone in Naruto is relatable to, except Ten Ten, because he's useless. 
Some people might fight you over <laughs> Chance might fight you over <laughs> No, but seriously. Naruto? Super relatable. Sasuke? Super relatable. Rock Lee? Super relatable. Sakura? Eh, I don't know. She's fine. I guess. Look, look. Okay, Kabuto so, is kind of sort of relatable. Like, you, got, you might not relate to him, but you kind of understand his motivation. I mean, but does anyone really relate to Hercule, though? I have no way to talk about it. <laughs> but but let's, put it, let's put it this way. I think we're kind of forgetting, though, like... No, as far as how Dragon Ball Z was written. No, I'm not, I'm not asking like about how Hold it on. was written. I'm asking which is better. And like to me, if you put up the two, like the, the, there's barely enough action in, in Dragon Ball Z. Like, like the tournament was like one of the first times it was like, oh, like this real, real fighting. At some point, they, they just blow things up. And don't get me wrong. Like the whole pain saga is nothing but blowing everything up. And like that's for me one of Naruto's low points. Even like the animation got hold really on, weird. Hold on, hold on. No, the pain. Like the actual you, pain no, no, no. village. Like the, the one fight between Naruto and Pain. No, uh, no. They that, do that, that that's not a low point. Like you think that was blowing everything up? Like did you miss the entire back half of the war? We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk did about did that. you miss the entire back half of the war? That was war. That don't qualify. Listen, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Listen, listen. no, can we talk? Can we talk about every other fight? Listen, 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 listen. Can we talk about the Ten Tails like host? It shot an entire like Bijou bomb. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the first one went straight up into the air because there was a barrier. Yeah. And then the second time they're like, oh crap. We gon' die. And all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, Minato just teleported that mug to the other side of the mountain. That's not blowing everything up. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, and then here's my thing. I feel like out of the two, we've gotten great games. I mean, great games. The Naruto games are kind of better. Definitely in the last ten years. Mm, Rise well, of a Ninja. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Evidence A, evidence B, like I would, Ultimate I would say it was Ultimate Storm. Okay, Ultimate. so where, whenever, if you ask me, if you ask me, up until Budokai Tenkaichi two. three, two, three was not great. Two was kind of nice. Two was the two was way better. Two, like, however, Tenkaichi however, was the last however, great. however, DVD listen, DVD. you're not even gonna let me finish what I'm saying. I'm Up until Budokai Tenkaichi 3, that's where Dragon Ball Z really kind of raked in with fighting games, if you ask me. Yup, that had future Gohan. I, I threw so, again, <laughs> I never I never said it was an amazing game. I said <clears throat> up until then, that's when you start getting the Naruto games in. That's where they really, really started making their splash, making their mark. And then yeah. people are like, okay, these Naruto games are kind of nice. Maybe we should stick over here a little bit. And I'm not saying that, but like if you put them against each other, like the last two Naruto games haven't been great, but they've been really good. I mean, technically, the last two have been the same thing, just with exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, like we're both putting them like numbers, like Ultimate uh, Storm yeah. Two and Ultimate Storm Three. Okay. Like, eh, like they've not been amazing, but they've been pretty darn good. But like, and I, like again, I hate, 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 hate. It was what seems like demeaning a legend, a classic, but to me, Naruto was just better. Now, if we talking Dragon Ball, the best <laughs> like. Story. And I think it's kind of sad that, like, we're only talking about Dragon Ball Z. We're really not plotting the franchise. Yeah, no, no, but the thing is... And if we do that, I still think Naruto wins out. 
I mean, because here's my thing. You put Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and then you include Super. Like, Super is kind of like the resurgence of Dragon Ball as a franchise. Once Naruto started, it never really fell off. And it still hasn't fallen off. Like, Boruto is kind of getting its own generation. And, like, Boruto is getting off to a slow start, but it's still heat. Still. And, and just to imagine, imagine this, this, this game is still carrying. Yeah. Like, the games are still carrying the franchise through. Like, when the anime was kind of sluggish, we got a game. We got two, two and a half games that kind of held us over while we were what, waiting for new mangas to come out. And that just kind of carried it through. And now Boruto is taking off on its own thing. And then we're getting a new Boruto game that's so hyped. This Naruto the Boruto thing, game thing. It's hype. Like, again, like, it's very... I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a clear-cut case. But I think it's a close match, and I think Naruto ekes out. I'm just saying. And also, when we're looking at specifically Dragon Ball Z... Yeah, if we were to plan out the franchise, it, it has more of a story to it. But it's when you're looking at Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z, it's almost as if they're just like, all right, that's cool. What if we just did make like pure action? That's how I feel. Like, there's more, I mean, yeah, there's more, there was a better storyline in Dragon Ball, though. But also at the same time, Dragon Ball was never meant to be an action-type-based anime, period. It was comedy through and through. If you, mm-hmm. Towards the end, it started evolving. And then, um, if I remember correctly, Akira Tamiyama, who, writes the, who wrote the Dragon Ball series, apparently was running out of ideas, and actually that's why uh, the title, when it, it evolved in the franchise, that's why the Z exists, was basically, he was like, I'm getting out every idea I have, and it was supposedly gonna be the end. And then we got the terrible GT, and then he was like, you know what, I guess I might as well come out of retirement and do this, and then that's when we get super. But, I think if it had stuck to what it was good at, which was its martial arts comedy, which was a little more comedy than martial arts, we might be talking about it a little differently. But that's just me. But don't get me wrong, Naruto, Naruto has done things way, 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 way better. I don't know. I'll end the discussion, I just think Naruto is better. Yeah, yeah, Naruto for me too. I'm I'm just saying. I mean, we all in the brain man. I was just making a different point. That's true. But in the words of uh, Shannon Sharp <laughs> after the Kansas City Chiefs won 4 0, I'd be on these miles in that hand dog. <laughs> and then I was her name, she was like, These are the off brand. Joy keeps it together most of the time, but her ghetto seeped out just a little bit. <laughs> she, she was like, These aren't even. Like, Shannon, like, Shannon, like, Shannon, these aren't even, like, the real, <laughs> like, let me celebrate, I'll be on, the, I'll be on, I'll be on these mouths and that yak, and that hen dog, oh, man, he got exposed anyway. too quick, Shannon <laughs> Sharp is a trap star, he's a trap lord, he's a trap lord. Why, why he's on TV, no one why he's on TV, no, whoever decided <laughs> to allow the guy who decide on national TV, I'll be on these mouths and that hen dog, <laughs> And didn't immediately fire him. Thankfully, he didn't get immediately fired because that was one of the greatest movies of television. Like one of the greatest moments of television history ever. Have you heard the Sway the Remix version? Mm-hmm. There's a song. It's a three and a half minute song, and it's amazing. Oh, I have to sh- I'm going to play it after this. Yeah. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening to the podcast. Hold on. We didn't ask them what they thought. I was getting there. 
See, you always doing this thing where you interrupt me before you let you let it play out a little bit. Well, no, sometimes you do this thing where you just talk, but you're not really thinking. That's true. <laughs> That's very interesting. I cannot deny that. And on that case, I rest my case. Please continue, sir. So, guys, uh, at least for us, we think we all voted Naruto in terms of which is better. What are your thoughts? Maybe you thought of something we uh, didn't think of, which I highly doubt because we are very capable. I'm just kidding. There's stuff we forget all the time. So um, maybe there's something that pushes the edge for Dragon Ball Z instead of Naruto. Maybe it's because it took Yamcha dying three times for, for you to put that as your staple anime cartoon. Anyways, let us know in the comment section below. And I think we're done for today. Go ahead, you right there. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, man. Wrap it up, man. <laughs> what? Wrap it up, man. You just mad because I didn't invite you to shoot dice. <laughs> you were shooting dice. No. What the fuck? No. So I know. So wait, did I tell you about uh, last week when I was at Worlds of Fun? No. No. What? So I was at Worlds of Fun. We we're doing the Halloween haunt thing, like we're we're doing a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And as like we're walking around, and so we're getting our costume and our makeup. There are some dudes shooting dice. <laughs> In the front of the makeup line, like I swear, I saw dollar bills. All the- <laughs> oh, man, it's getting loud, love. You know, Josh. <laughs> oh, I was, man. I was just like, guys, it's not even six yet. <laughs> Have you guys seen the Abbott and Costello skit about that shooting dice? No. It's so funny. Oh, man. Before, yeah. we have to, before we have to culturally explain what shooting dice means. Uh, wrap it up, Dan. <laughs> wrap, wrap, wrap it up, Dan. Art Offset. Um, okay, so... Uh, it was, wait a minute. Don't disrespect Quavo like that. I know. Okay. I realized this as soon as I said that. That was, that was the only equivalent because you're not cool enough to be Quavo. That's definitely true. <laughs> uh, hey, but Offset can bag the Cardi B, though, so... I don't... But, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, okay I mean, it's, it's Cardi B, though. Theoretically. Hottest song in the world right now. Uh, it's number one in the building. I know, I know one. it is, but I mean, it's like a. You know what? Listen, that's that's listen, a discussion for a different time. Listen, We're not doing this on the air. Let's not act like, like you don't bop your head when the song comes on. I've, I've, only listened, I've only listened to it once. I've never fully listened to it at all. <laughs> don't <laughs> stop right now. <laughs> well, right, wrap right. it up, then. I've been trying to. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Even More About Nothing. Uh, make sure you're following us on all our social media. Uh, you're already probably seen the link on Facebook, facebook.com backslash, backslash Even More About Nothing. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Eman Podcast One, on Instagram, Eman Podcast. Our Twitch is twitch.com backslash Even More About Nothing. Facts. Uh, we also have a Snapchat, though we. Rarely use it. We do use it a little bit. Eman P1. Um, don't forget to like, comment, rate us. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. We're on uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. iTunes. I know we were having some issues with iTunes last week, uh, but we do have that result. So thanks for being faithful, guys. Share it with your friends. Rate us. Let us know what you think. Um... And I think that's it for today. Show is. Anyways, uh, we don't wrap it up. And I was going to close by trying to wrap Cardi B, but I don't mess with her like that. I'll so. dance now. I'll make money moves. All right, shut it off. <laughs> All right. See you.